Hello and welcome to the Wall of Weird podcast. We're back to Smallville, having uh, yeah just recently done the latest episode of Superman and Lois. If you haven't checked that out, please do so. Um, but yeah, tonight's episode, we, we had a discussion what to do next and we decided upon the season two episode, Red. Uh, so yeah, bit of a classic episode uh, in, in most Smallville quarters uh, from, from what I can gather. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see tonight uh, what, what our thoughts are on the matter. So uh, yeah. Let's get straight into it, I guess. <laughs> uh, of course, it would help if I'd brought up my notes beforehand. But easy solve. Boom. There they are. Right. Okay. So for those who are new to, to the show, uh, we, we go into every single scene of the episode. Okay. We describe what happens and we spoil the crap out of it. So if you've not seen this nearly 20 year episode of television and you don't want it spoiling probably not the best thing to watch however if you are an avid smallville fan and you just want to go along for the ride welcome and, and it should be noted it. 20 year show we might <laughs> gone off into something from season six so just throwing that out we there might. be we might. prepared we might. Yes. yes yes okay nothing is safe as far yes. as spoilers go for the whole series, okay? So if you don't yes. want anything with Smallville spoiling, not just this episode, tootle along, okay? <laughs> right. Um, so with that out of the way, let's get into it. Um, we, we, we start on the opening scene in which Clark and Pete buy some class rings. Uh, this is just after Chloe has brought up the question of whether or not the the ruby that has been used inside the ring is legit. Um, but we've we've got a, a, a scene here when when Clark first puts on the ring, and this happens. That's right. <laughs> Red kryptonite. So uh, it turns out Chloe's suspicions about the rock, the ruby, has indeed uh, been, uh, <laughs> yeah, been correct. So it, it's been swapped with Red kryptonite, which obviously, for any Superman fans out there, know has a particular effect on Clark, on Superman. It turns him into a bit of a bad boy. Uh, and yeah, guys, thoughts. <laughs> Well, my first thought is, do sophomores get class rings? When I was in high school, we didn't even have the option until we were seniors. We did. We actually oh, you got did? sophomore wow. year. Oh, so, fascinating. Yes, and I actually did buy one. I, I, just don't, I just don't think it's a British thing. It's not. Yeah. It's just like... Uh, we don't, you, we, yeah. yeah. Um, when you, I was you, school, you could tell uh, me. You know, we never had proms either. Yeah. No, no, no. Like we are proms, doing now, but we never have proms. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. have proms over here now. I, I hear kids over here these days talking about prom, and I'm like, what? I, I went to one of my proms. School disco. It's not worth it. It's just it's, not yeah. worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Neither so is I, a class ring. I got yeah, my class ring, although I kind of don't know why I bothered. <laughs> but did you get a class <laughs> ring? You didn't get a class ring driven? No. Well, I wanted one because, you know, I was a senior in high school and I wanted to be cool like everybody else and I thought I'd look cool wearing it. My dad goes, seriously, when are you ever going to wear it afterwards? And when I gave it serious thought, it's like, 
yeah, I'm not going to care. Why? <laughs> so. <laughs> well, I think so, that's why we yeah, got I, our. That's why I was glad we got our sophomore year. Because I said, well, we can wear it while we're in high school, and that's cool. Yeah. Because I had our year that we were graduating. Yeah. That. Stay stay focused, guys. But Emma, Clark's one hour, face. One hour, one hour. I love <laughs> the red K face. Every it kind of reminds me of Frodo from Lord of the Rings. You know, like when he's messing with the ring and it's sort of hypnotizing him, and he goes into that trance. I love mm. that immediate look in any episode, but especially here, the first one. That first time, the red travels up his veins, up his arm, and his eyes glow red. And it's just that moment of, whoa, what did he just take a hit of? <laughs> you know, like that. <laughs> It's just, I love it. Like I, I think Tom Welling has such a great red K face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it, obviously, it has a bit of an effect on him. And um, at this particular moment, Lana is showing a new girl around the, the oh, high school. A girl by the name of Jessie. Shut up, Durban. Uh, just, don't want to hear it. Don't want to. Well, hear no, it. I was just talking about Jessie when, when you said that. That's my okay, old okay, just... okay, okay, okay. So th this new girl, Jessie, has been shown around at the high school. She's not exactly following the dress code, and a a, <laughs> a teacher teacher calls her up on it, to which Clark intervenes. And I think that your dress code sucks. Excuse me. I mean, come on, it's her first day. Cut her some slack. Besides, I don't think you should be the one giving fashion tips. <laughs> no. Oh, man, I love Unfiltered I Clark. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I personally feel like this scene is just kind of washed away a little bit too easily. Like, if if any student would have talked to a teacher, oh, no. I, I, no, I don't know if it's just because of how big Clark is, um, that this guy just has second thoughts. But yeah, this, this I don't know. Exactly, we're not exactly in dangerous minds territory of schools here. You know, this isn't like a place where the students should be feared at this point. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and it, and it's just like the fact that this guy just goes, <laughs> and then wanders, and this wanders off. And it's like, no way. That dude is calling him into the office. He's oh, yeah. like, no, my high school, that's my three office days now. Three days. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's the principal too. That's not just a teacher. That's the principal wait, of the school. Mm, wait, that was the principal? Yeah, what yeah and did you see what she dead? was wearing? I mean, it was a completely oh, yeah. see-through shirt. Uh, yeah, they definitely would not have allowed that. And But I will say it's nice for them to finally acknowledge in the show how hot Tom Welling is. So thank you, Jesse, for making note of that. <laughs> Okay. Oh man. Uh, yeah. I want to say this though real quick. It's funny because I like starting here the progression of Red Kryptonite because this is pretty minor and kind of goofy, like some mm. of these things that Clark yeah. does. But what I love is as we continue to examine these scenes, it's very cool to watch how this gets more and more intense with him. It's more than just he says stuff unfiltered, like it's really cool how this develops. And every time he has Red K, I think they do such a great job with it. Yeah, it's definitely a steady progression. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Dale Strunk says, I feel like everyone wants to say something like this to a teacher at some point. <laughs> yes. um, absolutely. But if you did say something like that to a teacher at some point, you would be getting called to the office. Yes. Sorry, but you would. Um, right, okay. So we move on to the next scene. Which sees um, 
it, it, it's part it's part of the opening, and it sees a, a U.S. marshal, um, such as he is. Uh, he's questioning a teenage boy in a locker who's, room. Who is in a locker room? Who seems to be quite naked, taking a. Um, a I. I, I, I I don't really know how this guy got in there. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know why he was let in there. I don't know why he was looking in there. And, and wait, why is the team just, even alone? Where's the coach? Where's I, the I rest know. of the team? What Where is on everyone? Earth? He's just you know, just chilling, listening to the radio, <laughs> and then this dude comes in, starts questioning him, gets his answer, and then electrocutes him by throwing in the, uh, the yeah the, the, the stereo and 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 like. It's so signposted as well what he's about to do because he yeah. moves the stereo up. That if I was that kid, I'd, I'd be at out. least make a grab for it. You know, yes. I'd at least make a grab for it and just launch it. But no, it just it sits there and watches it go in. So th- this is a scene for me. I don't I, I don't know about you, but it feels like it was one of those scenes where you get the final edit and you realise there's a piece of information missing that you didn't put in. And you go back and you do a reshoot and you quickly cobble something together and throw it in. But um, yeah, it's all sketchy. It's a bit weird. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but that's just my thoughts on that one. Yeah, it's not great. So, (laughs) (laughs) okay. So, but it it tells us that someone is after Jesse. Well, it also says Jesse's, he knows that Jesse's in Kansas and. He knows to you. You look at the phone records so that he can track her down. So that's yeah. the important exposition information that we got from that murder. Absolutely, he's yeah. and the U.S. Marshal is more than willing to just murder people. Yes, indeed, as all U.S. Marshals are, I'm sure. I'm sure, as <laughs> okay. most characters so, on this show apparently. <laughs> so Remy Zero kicks us into the opening credits, and then scene after that is where. Jesse introduces herself to Clark. She's clearly giving him the come on, clearly kind of fancies him. Uh, gives him a number, just writes her phone number on his hand. And then Lana comes and makes a comment about the two of them in which Clark responds with this little comment. She seems to be making fast friends. She's trying to make a new girl feel welcome. Don't worry, Lana, I haven't taken my eye off you all day. <laughs> you know what's funny here? My opinions aside, it's awesome in this moment because here he's been harboring this this entire time, keeping it a secret, and this moment is actually quite glorious for Clark to finally just say, I haven't taken my eye off you all day. <laughs> well, that's actually what I love most about the Red Kryptonite episodes is finally Clark gets all these things yes. off his chest. You know, and it's just very satisfying. <laughs> I loved I a little bit before with Pete and uh, Pete, you know, when he tells Pete that he wants to go to the bar and Pete's like, the day Clark Kent decides to break the rules, I'll be there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but only on the Saturday because he's got his work to do. <laughs> and then he says, aren't you married to Lana in your imagination? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pete was well, actually it, funny in this episode. I was just, I was just gonna say, this is that. Pete. He's the fun. I'm just the funny yeah. guy. You know what's weird though? Because I was thinking that while I was watching this episode, 
Pete shines in this episode for a yeah, multitude of reasons. He He's actually he funny. He has yeah. a very important role. It feels like everything that Pete should have been in the show, he is mm -hmm. in this particular episode. Yeah. He's he's actually of value in this episode. He he, yes. he he's useful. Um he doesn't he doesn't do the usual trick of kind of almost ruining Clark's secret and getting someone on to yep. him. He doesn't need saving from from some mess that he's gotten himself into. He actually he gives information to the Kents that helps them figure out what's going on with Clark and then he helps them with it. But we'll get yeah. to that when we get to that. So, uh, yeah, uh, de definitely one of the strongest episodes for Pete. Um, yeah, Rebecca Rue is... Uh, Pete's best episode, to be honest, it is. Uh, yes, it is. I, I think I can. I can't think of another one, <clears throat> just off the top of my head. Certainly not the Fast and Furious episode. It's too bad it's his um, best because I do like Pete. It's just, <coughs> he like you said, Chloe takes the position he's supposed to have. It's like they didn't know what to do mm. with him after a while. Yeah. But I, I want to like Pete, and I think this is a great episode for him. Yeah, this, this is more of what we should have had with him. Uh, yes. If we'd have had more of this kind of stuff with Pete. He would have been a much more well-liked character, I think. I totally him. agree. Wouldn't have had that Strident Gum commercial. Mm. I mean, Strident Gum episode. He wouldn't have had that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'd rather he just never came back. Yeah. Good grief. Man alive. Okay. So, right. So, <laughs> um, Clark goes home. And uh, Jonathan sees that he has the ring, the ring that he, he asked him not to buy or told him not to buy. Uh, now, I can't remember what we've got on this clip, but I'm just going to play it. So here it goes. Clark, that ring costs a lot of money. And I'm tired of worrying about every nickel and dime around here. Clark, why don't you go wash up for dinner? I'm not hungry. Besides, I have chores to do. Right. So, great clip. There's another. There's a moment in this scene that I just love, which is it's when um, <laughs> it's when Clark. So Jonathan says that um, you know I, I I thought we'd agreed you weren't going to get that ring, and then Clark yeah. said, "Well, you 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 kind of made it clear that it was my decision," and then Jonathan <laughs> says. That's because I thought. Oh, that's because I assumed you were going to make the right decision. It's like <laughs> so. Basically, basically, it's what Jonathan says goes, and that's that. Yeah. I just I, I love the way that uh, Schneider delivers that line. Like it's just it's common sense that what I say goes. Okay? Now I want to know how that mm. conversation would have gone if that wasn't red kryptonite as the jewel. Because either way, Clark got that ring. He spent that money. Well, yeah. Either yeah, way, yeah. that conversation yeah. was going to happen. And I'm like, I'm yeah. curious, how would that have gone if Clark wasn't well, on Red K? I think that he still would have stood his ground on that, that it was his choice to make. Yes. And, and I'm with I'm with Clark on that. And that, a lot of parents make that mistake, I think, with their teenagers is that you need to let them make mistakes. That's how they learn. Yeah. So yeah. you can't control how they use their own money. Which I think is yeah. where Martha was in this scene. I'm with but Martha. <laughs> uh, but, but the thing that's uh, the, where I was kind of against Martha in this scene is Clark was mouthing off. Like it wasn't yeah. just, you know, you gave me this decision and I made it. You know, he didn't say it politely. He didn't say it nicely. Yeah, yeah. Clark was full on disrespect, mouthing off. And Martha just kind of, eh, he's just a teenager. 
<laughs> but it's, it's going, going through his rebellious teenage yeah. years. I, I, but I, but I think in answer to your question, that that is the difference. That's how he, yeah. how he would have handled it differently. Is that he, he'd have lost the sass and he'd have made a case mm-hmm. for yeah. why it was good for him to get the ring, for why it was, you know, because uh, because Clark can be pretty persuasive when he's talking to his parents at times. Because he's when he's when he's got his right mind about him, he's ve- he's often very good at um, reasoning things. Out. Yeah. It's that Kryptonian side. He gets yeah, sharp yeah. and he gets on yeah. something and he could reason around it. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's in the in the very beginning of this scene, Jonathan says, you know, you're late to do your chores, you have to do the garage door. And he said, That's gonna take two seconds. And it's like, <laughs> yes, thank you for acknowledging that. I mean <laughs> um, Yeah. 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 But this is also the first little inkling we get that Clark is not really feeling good about their money situation and you know that he does think about it sometimes especially well, friends with lex earlier episode where i i forget what it was and i forget the context but i remember they had the bills out they were saying some numbers and clark in two seconds did the math like he was a calculator and i yeah. wish to show a touch on that more because it is i'd be more curious about his intelligence and how his brain works because you really do mm-hmm. get the idea photogenic memory he can do numbers just like that but even in that earlier episode where he did the math in two seconds, you could tell he, you know, he it is on his mind. He is thinking about it. And so maybe yeah. he pushes back some of these more negative feelings and has the reason ahead. But now you have this ring removing that reason and allowing that emotion. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so um, next scene, we've got Lex finds Lionel doing a spot of renovations in the mansion. Uh, Lionel's just kind of got his people in and they're, yeah, like kitting the place out for him uh, because he's <laughs> he's blind and yeah, he, he needs a bit of help with this, that and the other. Um, when he calls him on it, uh, so when Lex calls Lionel out on it, um, Lionel walks off mumbling to himself like a child guilt tripping Lex by playing the blind card um we don't have a clip for that uh, particular bit but I just and that's fine I, just, I love Lionel and Lex but it always annoys me when Lex looks at that person off camera and says just give him whatever he wants I don't know why <laughs> it's the only time that something Michael Rosenbaum <clears throat> says annoys me but every time I just look at that I go shut up why? why? <laughs> I don't know. Why? I don't know why. I love their dynamic, so I have nothing negative to say overall. But it's just that one moment where he looks off camera and he's like, "Give him whatever he wants." I'm like, he's giving you have in. No spine. You have no spine. You just laid down the law with your dad, and then you have no spine. Well, can we talk about the fact that the mansion has how many rooms, and he exactly. has to infiltrate Lex's? But that makes sense. That's Lionel's personality. That's the way he expresses his dominance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I just I just found it funny because Lionel goes walking off like a petulant child. Yep. He's, he's, he, as he's walking off, he starts talking, and it's quite clear. But then he, he's walking out the room, and he's still mumbling away to himself. As he go, and I just found it a really humorous moment. But um, yeah, beyond that, it's it's. Well, it's not, I wouldn't say it's a throwaway scene because obviously it's going to have a payoff later. But um, but it's just, yeah, it was just a a nice little scene between the two. So from there we get the U.S. Marshal visiting the tavern, where he speaks to the barman, 
and uh, he's so he's traced a call to from the bar to Jesse's boyfriend and tells the barman that uh, if if she should reappear in the bar to give him a call. So yeah, uh, just not much really to say on that. Uh, Lisa, just... isn't this the bartender that's in Superman Lois? No, it's a different it... barkeeper. Oh, it's a different one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a different bar. <laughs> the wild coyote. This, wild coyote, yeah. Aims at getting uh, underage drunk. Yeah. Whereas the, the, the other bar is a more mature bar. <laughs> yeah, so he knows. Really they, they know what they're. They know what this bar is doing and they don't care. There, there must be some uh, yeah. money place in hand. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's a few times that that crops up in the series, though, where mm -hmm. this bar clearly ain't quite on the level. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, it's it's uh, uh, so... in a different county as well, so it's different. Uh, it'll be a different sheriff. Oh, ow! <laughs> Just hurt my neck. <laughs> Live on air, people. Oh, that cracked. Okay, so um, Jonathan gets a call. From the credit card company. Oh, no, sorry. I'm jumping ahead a bit there. Yeah, so Clark shows up to Lana's study group and asks her out to the bar. When she says no... <laughs> when, she says, when she says no, he tries to get them all to go out, uh, but they're all determined to study. That's... Um, oh, whatever. And then, uh, so, American so, history, you know, 50%. It must be a major so, exam. <laughs> yeah, so, like... Good students. Oh, we lost Brian? Oh, oh Brian. Oh, no. <laughs> Live on air. We have lost Brian. <laughs> oh, well, he'll be back. But uh, I'm actually proud of Clark in this scene. I, sometimes I wonder, does Clark need to set a time once a week and put on a red kryptonite ring and wear it for about an hour just to get some stuff off his chest? Because I liked when he walked in the door, Lana killed Brian, says Dale Strunk. Oh, man. <laughs> but I like that when uh, when he walks right at the door and just asks her out on a date. You know, you spend all this time between Clark and Lana, and finally it's like with ease, too, without mm -hmm. even thinking about it. I, I'm kinda, oh, yeah. I'm kind of proud of him in that moment, even if he's well, on drugs. It's not even just that he asked out, but he has this way about him. You know, like he's got this yeah. sexy, you know, he changes the way he talks, the way he walks, everything to be cool hey. and sexy. And he actually calls her sexy too. So yeah. just something that Clark would never <laughs> I like do. it when your nose crinkles. Yeah. Brian's not here. Makes a lot of drama. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Well, you know, I would, but I honestly feel like there's no Lana drama in this episode. To me, it's all Clark drama, but I enjoy mm -hmm. his drama because it's like, finally, all this stuff he's held in gets to come out. So it's like, yeah. All right, Brian's back. It's yes. time to do the clips. You know, he's the host who pushed all the buttons. So when the guy who pushes the buttons disappears, oh. Yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, time to worry. I'm just like, what on earth? What just happened? <laughs> that is freaking me out. I didn't know if all of you'd be still here when I got oh, back here. or what. Yeah, right. Right. It yeah for it's some reason, fun. it didn't boot us. So. <laughs> Technical difficulties, people. These, yeah. Oh, right. Rebecca okay. Ruiz really likes Clark in Red K. Got a little smiley face with hearts for eyes. Okay. <laughs> uh, so just to get back on track, we did have a clip 
uh, which is quite amusing. So I'm going to play it um, if I can find the flipping thing. Right, um, here we go. So Clark's gone to the bar. He's trying to convince them all to come out and and get, uh, and, uh, and, go, and to, to go to the tavern. Uh, but they all want to stay behind and study. And then he does this. Did you know that Chloe had a birthmark on her cheek? No, she doesn't. Not that cheek. <laughs> that shouldn't crack me up, but it cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, man. If, if most guys had that power, I think they would do the same thing. <laughs> well, yeah. it, you got to think about it. So in season one, when his x-ray vision first started working and he fell off that rope and looked right into the girl's locker room, and he's been learning not to look. And now his inhibitions are completely gone. And that lesson, gone with it, apparently. Well, because what and he was checking both that... of them out as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, as though Peter doing that's going to, like, you know, <laughs> stop him from looking. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, man. But at least he could get his attention for a second. <laughs> Gosh. Invasion uh, of privacy, because yeah, he told uh, Pete that he didn't want to invade people's privacy when he found out in duplicity. But also think think what you just said triggered this invasion of privacy. This is exactly what I said earlier, where the red K, it's worse and worse and worse. So I made the joke once a week, he should put on the red kryptonite ring for about an hour just to let off some steam. But this is the red <laughs> kryptonite ring has been on too long. And so now it's gone from him just being a little rude and disrespectful and he's invading some privacy here. So this is like, a, like as funny as it is, it's actually kind of sad, especially for his character, because you're really seeing the corruption of the red kryptonite set in and how much deeper it's messing with his personality. But you realize how good he is on a normal basis on this episode. Yes. And that's also a good yeah. comparison. That's the other great thing about this episode is you really get to see how good he is with his abilities when you see how bad he can be. Yep. That's what always yep. hit me the hardest with this one. Yeah. <laughs> this one and the one where he lost his powers in season one are two strong episodes of that show. It's Clark's heart, not his powers, that make him special. Yeah, because most people, they would probably, could, very easy to be corrupt and evil and yeah. do really, because you could get whatever you want, and that's what kind of, as we go through this episode. Yep. Yep. Okay, so... From there, Jonathan gets a call from the credit card company to verify charges <laughs> that have been made on his card. Cut to Clark. Does your wife in the keep bar. them in a jar? Boom! <laughs> I wish <you> did that. <laughs> Cut to Clark in the barn with a shed load of new toys. Um, yeah. Open all night. <laughs> <laughs> a great so, delivery on that. A jet ski in the barn, Nicola. Was it a jet ski or a yeah, yeah, yeah. Landlocked Kansas. Yeah. Landlocked Kansas. Landlocked Kansas. Got a, well, there's a lake. Yeah. You know, they, they go to and, the lake. Yeah, that's true. They got Crater Lake. But I was looking at <laughs> yeah, one that, of the things that Clark really wants, and apparently a jet ski is on that list. He's got. It's it's he's bought a jet ski. He's got police sirens like was in around place. And and then and then he says this when, when when his when his when his parents quiz him out on it. He says this. He says, "I just want all the same cool stuff that everyone else has." 
Who else? Yeah, but... yeah in Smallville, small, small has a, he's packing a jet ski. You know he's it's thinking like, Lex Luthor, right? It's got to be he's comparing his situation to Luthor's because you're right. That, nobody else has all of that kind of crazy stuff. It's got to be he loves a, Lex's toys and he wants some. Yeah, and he's got and a two thousand dollar silk coat as well. <laughs> yes, it's, it's just like it, like I don't really picture but Clark at has, school getting jealous of all the other kids who are wearing yeah. silk shirts and coming in on their jet skis and stuff. It's like, <laughs> but he hasn't. <laughs> But if you notice, he, he isn't completely corrupt yet because he used the credit card to buy it. He didn't just steal the stuff, which he could have easily stolen it. Which he did in season three. I mean, he exactly. He, yeah, but that was three months corruption. He's breaking yeah. ATMs and taking the money. He, he and, still yeah. stole from his parents. He stole it's from true. his parents. But I see that's, what Nicole that's is worse, saying. It's, to be he didn't, he's betrayed yes, it their worse. trust. Well, not, not, oh, not only has he stole, but he's betrayed like, their trust. In his mind, it's not, though. You know, it's. Well, it's just a credit card. <laughs> mm. Well, yeah. I'm sure in Charles Manson's mind, right he did nothing wrong. <laughs> right, okay. So, <laughs> so Jonathan rails at him, and like it, things are starting to get a little bit more out of hand. Um, like, like Clark's really giving the sass. And quite frankly, he's just... Not going to stick around to, to hear what Jonathan's got to say. You can talk all you want. I'm out of here. And then his stunt double drives off on the bike. Yes. So, <laughs> now, why the motorcycle, other than to look cool? Because if I was Superman and I was on Red Kryptonite, I'd be zooming. <laughs> he wants to look cool. I mean, look at the clothes that he's wearing. Also, note that he was wearing the green short, which is not one of his primary colors. Yep. Because you know, he's getting corrupted. And yeah, he's got fancy clothes. So he definitely cares about his image more than you realize. And, and I wonder if that even comes into play when he puts on his Superman persona, you know, that he likes to have a certain image. Yep. Mercenary X84 said Clark plus Red K equals Brightburn, which I actually liked Brightburn because it reminded me of how special Superman is. Not because that movie was inherently good or anything, but I love seeing how good Superman truly is. And so, yeah, it makes this episode more interesting to watch. And, you know, the color scheme changes. as he gets on that motorcycle caring about his image and look at my sunglasses you notice how he swipes lionel sunglasses later that's all awesome. uh, yes <laughs> he's not quite bright burn though because um, bright burn's just gone straight off evil yeah that's true he's still yeah. got yeah it's just jonathan's inhibitions motorcycle here at the too. sorry jonathan's yeah. motorcycle <laughs> by the way yes which they did show us earlier so it didn't come out of nowhere so that was yeah right what what, is, what they used that as well to demonstrate the fact that um Jonathan had had his rebellious teenage years because that was that was one of the justifications. You know, you're talking about Martha kind of just letting Clark go with it with without kind of railroading him. It's like <clears throat> she calls Jonathan out on the fact that he demonstrated similar behavior when he was yep. a teenager and he didn't have the excuse of red kryptonite. But, um, yeah, <clears throat> so next up, uh. I do want to say, by the way, that that stunt double is the worst stunt double I've ever seen because he's so obviously. And a they stunt keep double. using him. Yeah, yeah. They use him in uh, X, 
is it Exodus as well? Yep. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, Driving away yeah. on the road there. There's Clark, yeah. and then the faraway shot. Who's that dude? Yeah. <laughs> as, as, as soon as he puts on the red K, well, it's the, it's the Smallville go-to color in it. As soon as anyone goes bad, they start wearing black. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so Clark picks up Jessie on the side of the road as her dad is trying to talk her into being less conspicuous. Um, he's not doing a very good job. Jesse? Jesse, I need you to... Because she leaves with Clark anyway, so... Uh, yeah. uh, her outfits crack me up. <laughs> bad boy, bad boy, what you gonna do? That's all I could think of in that scene. <laughs> I, oh, I, I've, got, I've got to say, from uh, from the guy's perspective, or the, certainly the, the straight guy perspective, <laughs> I don't actually find Jesse all that attractive, to be honest. I didn't. She's, she's not pushing my buttons. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that you guys are all gonna hold over my head for the rest of the time we do this. Lana is far more attractive than Jesse. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it's just. But that's that is what I'm thinking. Like I mean I'm like I know it sounds like a bit of a sh- one of those shallow comments why we're we now talking about how attractive a woman is, but it's like given how much deep down Clark genuinely is like in love with Lana and how much me and Durban are not even yeah. me even me and Durban are saying no she's She's well hotter than, than Jesse. I, I, I don't get um, why yeah. Clark would be so drawn to this woman, uh, he, even on the red K, especially when he's making moves on Lana right now. Maybe um, it has something to do with, you know, him having no inhibitions at this point. Lana has inhibitions, right? And yeah. Jesse doesn't. So when you have Jesse and Clark, who both don't seem to have inhibitions, like maybe Clark is is drawn to that freedom so inside he loves lana so it's easier for him to talk to her but maybe the fact that lana has her inhibitions and jesse doesn't maybe that's why he's kind of drawn to her i don't know yeah clark Theory. wants to have fun guys jesse's yes. his, his little fun toy really because he sees uh, you know <laughs> she, she wants to go and ha- do fun things too and so they can be mercenary bad boys and bad girls gonna together. Hold this over my head Yes, I will hold this over your head for the rest of the time we do this. Yeah, I'm going to get a T-shirt made. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't wait. I'm going to get a T-shirt made that says Durban loves Lana more than Jesse. Well, I guess it's not a lie. It wouldn't be a T-shirt conveying a lie. It's going to be. It's going to be hashtag Team Lana. No, that's a lie. That's a... <laughs> right. You're trying to okay. trick me now. <laughs> we should all get one. Yeah. Not just you, we should all have one. Oh, <laughs> Dale Strunk trying to be hilarious there in the comments. Lana lover. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I think we all know mine and Durban's t shirt's going to be Team Chloe. So, anyway, moving yes. on. Yes. So, what's uh, mine? Well, yours is clearly Team Chloe. You like a both. <laughs> team <Lisa> Clark <laughs> is right. I'm <laughs> <on> Team Clark. <laughs> Clearly, 
Hobbs. Oh, man. <laughs> so, uh, b- both of you there at the bottom thirsting over Clark every time we do a small thing. It's just get sickening. Come on. Moving oh, on. Oh, we tone it anyway. way down. Way down. <laughs> oh, oh, man. The, the man. things me and Durban have to put up with in our private Facebook group. I tell you. Yep. Dale, Dale, you, you know see. the answer to the question, Dale. You know the answer to the question. You should see what Lisa and I do in our own private message. Oh, oh wait. No, no. Moving wait. on. Next scene. Next scene. Next scene. So, Next scene. Yes. so Clark, Clark drops Jesse off school uh, at school, flirts a bit more with Lana. Then his dad arrives and tells him to get in the truck. And Clark doesn't want to get in the truck. I am your father, and I just told you to get in the truck. You're not my father. You never were. You know what's awesome about that scene? (laughs) Is not just when he hits Jonathan, but there's that moment where Clark pauses. He hesitates, like he wants to go back and help his dad, and then he brushes it off and goes forward. I just... That is a great moment where you see like the battle within and the corruption is winning. Mm-hmm. That was really harsh what he said to Jonathan. I was surprised yeah. that Clark would even think that. Yeah, thought, but I guess he's thinking that because he's not his real. He's not his bio dad. I mean, I, I get that part of it, but yeah, yeah. That was a very. That's where you really see. Wow, he's really gone off the deep end now. But he's still going to school. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's still some idea of keep my life in schedule, and yet no, 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 no. He's going to school because be Jesse's the there and Lana's there. Yes, that's right. it. He's got the, the one two thing girls on his mind in his eye right yeah. now. Are at I school. don't think he's going to class. I don't. <laughs> You're think right. He's, he's, I, yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> so, um, well, because that's where all the social stuff happens. So you gotta. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, plus, plus, this is the part where Peter realizes there's something really wrong with Clark here. Because he didn't yeah. do that. Yeah. And again, back to this is one of Pete's best episodes because when Pete runs to help Jonathan up, you see that shared concern and that shared burden. And I just, yeah. I wish they found a way to keep this going for Pete. I really do. Yeah, mm. absolutely. So Jonathan and Martha talk about uh, what's just happened. And he says that the feelings must have been bubbling away for some time uh and she she suggests speaking to pete which again it's it is is it doesn't often happen really yeah because we've seen in the past that like i mean like even when uh clark was considering bringing pete in to the team dynamics, Jonathan was kind of like, no, 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 just keep him yeah. out of it, keep him safe, um, and and so now it's it's become certainly from this episode, it's become that actually no, Pete, Pete is an ally, Pete is someone they can yep. go to to bring in, um, but like I say, here, and we don't don't really see it much anywhere else. They don't tend to. Go running off to Pete from time to time to, to bring him in on the action. Uh, this is this seemed to be a, a rare incidence, but I like it. I like that they can do that. I like that he is, you know, in on it, so to speak. Um, yeah, for sure. It's episode. nice to finally have a friend that knows. I yeah. I was very excited about that when I saw that finally one of his friends knows. 
Yep. So, but Clark's not uh, shy anymore, also, with Red Kryptonite. They noticed his friends. What happened to the shy Clark? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, what planet is this guy from? I love that line, yeah. too. What planet is he from, and what did he do with Clark? It's like, oh, mm-hmm. Chloe. In a few years, you're going to understand how loaded that question yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Clark visits Lana and tells her he has feelings for her. Says he's willing to tell her everything. Um, and yeah, let me just show this clip. Is this supposed to be some um, all new Clark Kent? Well, that depends. Do you like him? Wow, Egypt. <laughs> there it goes. We're done with the shy Clark. Helena now exists. Can she I just say? Too. It's, it's, oh, God. Every woman now. Oh, that was such a great it's scene. It suddenly turned into an alpha Clark. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what jumped out at me most in this scene, though? What was it? It was actually that when Clark says to Lana that he's, he's, he's decided he's... he's, he's Telling the truth is decided. Yes. Is, is 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 going to be clear about things. The first thing she does is say, well, "What happened during that tornado?" Well, it's really bothering we'll her. That later. And it's, it's it's like so. It's just it just shows. But it, but it shows there that she's not dropped that. That that is something that is still. Yeah. Let me ask you, if you, if this happened to you, you were in a tornado and you somehow survived and you had this memory of someone saving you and then they basically told you you were crazy and hallucinating, that that didn't happen, would that drive you a little bit crazy? My opinions oh, yeah. are too I'm, strong no. to answer. <laughs> Just a little I'm, crazy. Like, you might, you I might almost up in all, I don't know. I'm, I'm saying, I'm say, what I'm saying is, I'm glad the writers threw that in there. Because, yeah, it, like it, it, it is a callback to a moment. That, like, if, if if this is if this is where you came in to the show, you know, mm. it's a lot of, a lot of fans that they don't start the pilot. They just they wander in and boom, this is the first show, the first episode they watch. There's no real reason that that line of dialogue has to be there. If they're right. gonna if they're gonna if they're gonna explore Lana's feelings towards, you know, well, what happened in the tornado further on down the line. Well, then you can bring it up then, but to just throw in that little line of dialogue there, it just it just you know if you're a fan of the show, if you have been following it, it does tell us that this isn't something that is over for her. Yeah, this is still something that is shaping her character and shaping her. And something uh, else very cool is Clark Mm. says his answer to that is you know he said ask me anything and I'll tell you the truth about anything. So she asks that question and he Mm. answers, "We'll get there." So even though he has no inhibitions, we're seeing he's still got control. Like, there's at least some value there where, like, he's more corrupted now than he was at the beginning of the episode. And when she asks, I mean, basically, she's asking for his secret. He still has enough control to withhold it. Well, the thing is, inhibition, the whole point of inhibitions is that it's, it's, they keep you from doing what you want to do. So what so we learn, what we learn from this is that he does not want to tell her. Not really. Right. Deep well, down, he doesn't want to tell so, her. Yeah. yeah. He yeah, thinks yeah. he's going to so, be rejected. Yeah. So 
his inhibitions are down. That's true. He's, that's he's a still good point. not telling. He's still not telling her, um, and that's because actually deep down he doesn't want to. But he uh, does want to tell her how she how he feels, and he does notice that she has feelings for him. And it was so great mm-hmm. to finally get that out there because yeah. they've been dancing around that for more than a yeah. season now. And it is very sad that the dance continues after this episode. But I could get more opinions on that later. But I fully agree with you that that's the fun. Th- that's why I say he should wear it once a week or an hour. Get this stuff off his chest. Have the once a week for an hour. Be brave, bold. Say those things he wants to say. Then take it off before it gets any worse. He needs, the problem he needs is to... that we'll find out later. Yeah. Yeah. The thing <laughs> is, once he's got it on, you don't want to take it off. Oh, no. That's the problem. Yeah. That's why so... he should never even put the darn thing on. It's just, well, yeah. He'd have to go in a room with Pete while Pete's holding the lead box. And then the moment, <laughs> yeah. that, you know, hours up, right, go on, take it off. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> But yeah. if he knew that was going to happen, yeah. he, Clark on Red Kryptonite probably wouldn't stay in the room for that hour. No, no. <laughs> Super speed. Boom, he's gone. That's it. <laughs> so, Dale Strug, who are your favorite Smallville characters? Aside from Clark, and I bet Brian and Durbin will say Lana, clearly you're smoking crack nail. Uh, <laughs> my, my, my favorite of the... Of the I, I've got two, Chloe and Lex. Lex. Lex is just like... As far as I'm concerned, Rosenbaum is just like, he will always be Lex. He's the one to beat, and I don't think he ever will be. And Chloe is just like, yeah, it's Chloe. Yeah. It's just. For me, it's it. the three L's and Chloe. So that would be Lionel, yeah. Lex, and Lois. I love yeah. those characters a you lot. You meant Lana. <laughs> I said Lois. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lionel, Lionel would be my third. My, my third I love Lionel. My love gosh, he's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Lionel's so, so good. Yeah. Right. And really, it would definitely be the Luthers. 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 Yeah. 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 Really tough choice for me. I, I yeah. definitely, Chloe's up there, Lois is up there, Lex and Lionel. Yeah. I don't know. Don't like, forget Shelby. But for me, Clark is like up here, and the next character is like down here. <laughs> no, it's Lex. It's, it's, it's without Lex and Lionel, this show just would it, it wouldn't be. No, you're yeah, right. It just, it just you're wouldn't. right. Um, so, I agree. Yeah, and I thought anyway. that the first time I watched it, I said, you know, what's really interesting is this Lex character and how it it, it makes it not be a teenage drama. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Makes it not be a CW. So. Yes. Uh, <laughs> right. It's a very interesting character. <clears throat> absolutely. Right. Uh, next scene is... Chloe tells Pete about how the Ringmakers substituted Red K for Ruby's just after Pete tells her that Clark's parents are really concerned about him. So uh, he he suddenly twigs. Holy crap. He's wearing red kryptonite. I'd have got to get my ass over to the Kemp farm yes. right now. And he just steals the and big ass chunk of red kryptonite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing that this high schooler was able to figure this out. Yeah, it is. She's, she's impressive. She's a smart she? cookie. She's a smart Chloe's cookie. Oh, awesome. I love Chloe. It must be yeah. pretty rare, though, because it's not It's not like green kryptonite that's everywhere. Hmm. But Chloe's the, the dimension... only... Chloe's the only the one dimension... who's been... <laughs> Take it away, Lisa. <laughs> dimension, they found it in Hobbs Pond as well. 
So perhaps that was the only place where they had the red kryptonite vein. Um, but yeah. I was just thinking, is, is Hobbs named after one of the showrunners or writers? You know, like low bridges and other places, the fields no, and I, things. Well, I know, I know there's a Hobbs Bay in uh, in in Metropolis, in, in Superman right. lore. It's, the Hobbs Bay is always mentioned. Uh, don't know, I don't know if that's a call to, to anything. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that, that, so... Chloe obviously is the only one in this town who's actually cottoned on to the fact that the meteor rocks are, you know, creating freaks and whatnot. So it stands to reason that she will have uh, been on the lookout for wherever. This well, she is. has a wall of weird. Yeah, yeah. she's linked um, that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's that's why she has found the uh, the red K. So that's that's what I'm going to say anyway. Um, just realize. mercenary x84 said i love that chloe line clark would have to be on drugs to be <laughs> on drugs that is really a great line the... <laughs> definitely oh, okay does chloe forget um, that they're in smallville and strange things happen all the time yeah, I just guess she's assuming clark yeah. is going through a phase i don't know because nobody seems to take it seriously except for pete and the kids, they're like, and Lana, who, you know, this and is all Lex. happening too. Well, oh, Lex, Lex, yes. It seems those well, that Chloe... have a good idea of Clark know there's something really wrong here. Yeah. All right, Chloe does. Mm. Oh, confusing. Mm. It's, uh, anyway, Pete goes to see the Kents to tell them what's been going on. The longer he's exposed to the green meteors, the worse he gets. If the same is true with the Red Rock, God help us all. We're going to find him. we got to get that ring back. Well, how are we going to do that? Like you said, if he doesn't want to do something, we're not strong enough to force it. God That's help us all. Line. Yes, the, for the, sure. This scene, though, really makes me love Jonathan even more. Because as far as he's concerned, Clark is his son. Yeah. Okay? And it's, it doesn't matter how powerful he is. Um, and we'll see it at the start of season three as well, you know, when he makes the deal with, with Jarrell, but it doesn't matter how powerful Clark is. He just knows he has to do something. He, kn- he knows he's powerless. He knows that if, if Clark wanted to, could just snuff him out like that. But it just doesn't matter to him. Because as far as he's concerned, Clark is his son. And I just I just love his attitude in this scene. Like Even Martha's like, Martha's like proper, what can we do? We can't do it. And, and, and he's just like, don't matter. I just, I've just got to walk into that den and do whatever, whatever I can. Uh, There's only so, one way to stop the impossible. Mm. <laughs> yep. We'll figure it out. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I I I do really like that scene. Um, yeah, I well I think that scene gives you a feeling of urgency and how grave the situation is. This is yeah. really dangerous for everyone, not just for the Kents, but yeah, definitely. Okay, so. Clark goes to see Lex to ask if he can borrow the Ferrari. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I'm going to uh, drive it off a bridge. All you have to ask yourself is, who's more responsible than Clark Kent? I love that line. It's not like I'm going <laughs> to drive it off a bridge. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I just want to rock her world. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, rock her world. <laughs> who, who says that? Who says? Oh man. Even Lex goes like, rock her world. Yeah. But 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 it's it it's really good that they put these um kind of cliched um <laughs> cringy lines into Clark's mouth when he goes bad boy because because he isn't that guy. No. So like be, be, because because he because he is a genuinely good guy and he always makes the moral choices and whatnot. When he loses his inhibitions and decides to go bad, he's got no precedent for it. So yeah. it's like he's playing bad. So the fact that he, he the fact that he looks like someone trying to be bad makes sense because because he would. That's what he would look like. And he would come out with stupid comments that he'd probably heard in a film or TV show somewhere. Yep. <laughs> it's like, oh, rock her world. And Lex is like, yeah. Don't oh, all the girls okay. like fast cars? Money. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> th this interesting little thing about Lex here, though, is that he does make an observation about Lana, which, you know, for, for those season five and season six fans out there, it, it does... <laughs> It does key us into the fact that that Lex pays attention to her. Yeah, um, you know he knows her as a person, as a character, because he says that you know Lana never struck me as the sort to be impressed by a Ferrari, and it's like yeah. Um, so he he's aware of who she is as a person, um, which yeah, I, like I say, feeds into things much later down the line, but we won't go there because we don't need one of Durban's 10 minute rants so <sighs> yeah <laughs> Lexi's um, interest is also peaked as well I don't know if it's this scene or the later one when he's been to visit the Kent but oh if you knew what I was capable of it's like mm, what are you capable mm -hmm. of well, you can tell that something, Although, I know we're jumping ahead now, is... but I can't help it he, Lex is waiting for that, waiting for Clark to say yeah. something like that because Lex knows there's something special, something different about Clark. But, mm. but, I mean, we'll get there when we get there. Right. Much to Lex's credit. Much to Lex's credit. We'll get, yes, he, he, he doesn't take his opportunity. That's all I'll say, you know? Yeah. Like, Still we a have good these conversations. We have these conversations all the time, you know, about oh, if 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 Clark had just come clean, would Lex be different, you know? And a lot of people say no, he wouldn't. And it's like, well, actually, Clark is, he's going to him here, and he's kind of saying, well, all right, I, you know, I'm prepared to show you things, and Lex doesn't take him up on it. He instead realizes something's up with this dude. He's not himself. I'm going to Jonathan. So all credit to the dude, you know. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Uh, there's genuine yeah. goodness in him. Yeah, there is, but do you really think that he would keep that up after he knew? Well, that's a question for, for an years alternate down timeline. Yeah. Man. We could have yeah, that but, discussion. But that, that's that's going to be years, a... Yeah, that's years <laughs> down the line. But yeah, anyway, so but all I'm saying is in the moment, he makes the right choice he yep. makes the good decision um right okay um so th th this is this is a a, a big scene here so clark 
takes Lana to the tavern, to the to to the the grimiest, oh, dirtiest bar in town. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's grisly. Uh, you know what's funny? Like, this is where Jess is the most covered. Like her body is the <laughs> most covered with clothes. <laughs> like any other yeah. time, yeah. this is where she is the yeah, most yeah. covered. Yeah. Is at the bar. Yeah, at school it's a strip tease. When she's right, out on at the, the night bar. At, at a club, at a bar, so a lot some older drinks, men, maybe that's why completely covered up. Bit. Yeah, uh, maybe so, um, more cautious. But uh, I, I, I genuinely sympathize with lana in this scene <laughs> to I, be quite yeah. honest i really just wanted her to slap clark in this scene but uh yeah it, after a while she gets sick of his shenanigans especially when he decides to go <laughs> off dancing with jesse which oh, again gosh. feeds into the whole thing i was saying before which is that even with his inhibitions gone would Clark really do this to Lana, to the love of his life? Um, I don't know. I question that. But either way, he gets into a bit of trouble uh, and some guys decide to pick a fight with him and seriously regret it. Anybody else? Fine <laughs> <laughs> in that episode. I love it. So that is, I think, the worst date ever. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, Clark is having a great time. Like yeah. this is awesome. But I, poor Lana is. This is the worst night of her life. Uh-huh. Up to no. Well, he does say later. Oh, best night well, ever. <laughs> yes. But I appreciate the fact, you know, not very often we get to see uh, Tom Welling in a sleeveless shirt. So we appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was goofy. I get why he did it, his whole image thing. And, and you know, he's muscular, so he could pull it off. But it's funny because he walked in. I was watching the episode this morning with my wife, and I just looked at her and I said, I don't know why. It just looks weird to me to see him in a sleeveless shirt like that. I, I, I think, I think the, the common... I think no, the common gonna... term, I think the common term for something like that is wife beater. He looks like a wife beater in, in that yep. shirt. It's got to be said. But again, it feeds into that whole thing that this, this, this is not how a bad boy dresses. This is yeah. how Clark's perception of a bad boy dresses. Yes. This, this is this is all about how Clark perceives. You know, being a bad boy is all about because he isn't a bad boy. He's never yep. been down that road. So for him, the fantasy that has always been in his head, deep in the recesses of his mind, looks something like this um, because he's not that guy. So I, I do find it quite amusing. But yeah, he, there's he, enough of him to go around. Ridiculous. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. That line is in here. I forgot about that. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> also into that persona and i and you also realize you know he has to pretend that he's not strong all the time right and yep. so i feel like in this moment it's like ha he doesn't have the inhibition so he's like i'm just gonna take these guys out yeah. <laughs> like this is what he always wants to do right i mean i could understand that <laughs> 
Oh man, if I had his powers, I'm telling you, that bar uh, scene would be more than a regular occurrence. There's a reason God did not uh, make us Kryptonians. Oh man. Yes. <sighs> when I'm God, everyone dies. <laughs> yeah, but now Clark is seriously physically hurting people. This yes. is the first time yes. he's done that. Well, like, and like Brian said earlier, though, like he has a hard time seeing even with his inhibitions gone. And his deepest heart, he loves Lana. But here he is kissing another girl in front of Lana. So he's beating up people in public less con... What would what, 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 what I do? Well, he's beating up people in the bar. Like, so his powers are being exposed. He's kissing another woman in front of Lana, the love of his life. It's like, this corruption is really starting to take hold. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, <clears throat> Clark goes back home, starts packing the Ferrari... And his parents try to tell him about the ring. But Clark ain't sticking around for a $20 a week allowance. He shows some real resentment at being held back. So that's why you got to take that thing off right away. Take it off? I just wish I would have found it sooner. Hey, if you guys want to waste your life in this mud hole, that's your problem. I'm through being poor. <laughs> the trunk is in the front. That, that freaks me out every time. <laughs> Another piece of farm machinery. (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's 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 pretty. What strikes me, to be honest, is that the amount of work that Clark must do around the farm, and he only gets a measly twenty (laughs) dollars a week. (laughs) They don't have a lot of money. That is. They, they're sit, poor. Like, slave they, they labor. barely keep the farm going. It would be gone mm-hmm. if it wasn't for Clark. <laughs> Did, didn't they say in a later episode that, oh, he does the work of 10, you know, farm hands or something yes, like that? Yes, he does. Yeah. Yeah. And just another piece of equipment so to keep your little so farm running. So that's $2 <laughs> a week then. Times by 10. Yeah. But, but it's like, it is. It, 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 it looks bad for Jonathan here. It's got to be said, you know, everything I said about before, how, how, he, how he's such an awesome dad and, 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 and I really love him in that scene. <laughs> everything in this scene kind of says that actually this guy should be had up on some kind of child slavery charges. There's <laughs> <laughs> something dodgy going on at that farm, I tell you. Except um, the fact it takes Clark two seconds to do all of this. So yeah. we're basing this on mortal man. We're $20 a week for back breaking labor is awful for clark he could probably do this for five bucks a week because it's that easy for him you know right yeah like, it's, it's what's like, the amount of time so how much is he actually getting paid per yeah. hour think about it that yeah. way yeah 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 plus, it, it, plus it, remember nixon's uh mentions that in sort of like um you know, in season one, season two, or you're keeping on uh him on your farm to you know do his chores and run yeah, the farm yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, what's, but, what's the minimum it, wage in America? Do you have a minimum hold on. wage? It just it's, is going to get to be about fifteen bucks an hour. We'll see, but right. we'll see. But, we'll but see. I think I hope, you yeah, have to realize that he's not an employer; he's part of the family. And a lot, a lot of family farms, they have the kids work on the farm. They don't necessarily get an allowance. It's just, and and that's why they used to have a lot of kids in the South because they didn't have the machinery to do the work, right? So they needed the work. They used to have like ten kids so that they had farm hands. 
So I, it, you can't really call it slave labor because he's part of the family and it's just an obligation. And for him, it's not even labor. There is okay. no Sla labor involved. Slave, slave labor is the wrong terminology. Let's let's say, um, what, what would be the term? It's, it's just, he's taking liberties, let's say. It's just like, he's, he's got this little super-powered being on his farm that he's keeping to himself because he can get all the farm chores done well, in actual fact. but he has him do chores for reasons. You know, it's, it's not yeah, just yeah, to yeah, keep yeah. the farm right. It's for his character yeah. and for Charles his, makes learning how to do his abilities. Yeah. Makes them of honest. Course, of course, mm -hmm. I am just being... Um, Intentionally douchey. Um, it's, it's, uh, I, bet, yeah. I bet the guys on Subterranea get paid more than he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Those were actually slaves. Uh, that's, that's a bad I think episode. I've only seen that episode a... twice. I skip it most of the time. It's not good. It's I only get good. to the end, and we know why, but that's for another time. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, not, it's not a good episode. Uh, right, okay. Um, so... you hear that? It's not. I didn't do it. All right. Okay. Never mind. Uh, all right. So Clark visits Lex again to ask for the Ferrari a little bit longer. So I'm going to need, need the Ferrari a little bit longer, Lex. Uh, when he starts to divulge certain things, Lex becomes very interested. You can come with me. Nobody's using the penthouse in Metropolis. We can stay there. Clark Kent and Lex Luthor. I like the sound of that. But it's all I do too. a ruse. It's all a ruse. He's not gonna take him to the penthouse. He's actually gonna run straight to Jonathan and say the same yep. your son. So I love yeah, that. Say, yeah, I need to clear a few things up in the office first, and then I'll join you. Yeah. So Clark mm -hmm. is still very naive when you know <clears throat> the red kryptonite doesn't help that situation. Yep. <laughs> it's not the limitless pill, right? So it's not the. It's not gonna like give him all that intelligence. So it's it's. I like Lex. I like how Lex played into Clark's fantasy to get Clark to stick around. And, and you know, like Brian said earlier, it goes to Jonathan. Like, this would be the perfect example for Lex to go, there's something wrong with Clark. I could take advantage of this and figure out what I've always wondered about him. But he doesn't. I love this Lex Luthor. Yeah, he's a little, he's really worried about what's going on with him. Because yeah. if, if he is capable of all that, then maybe he also recognizes that it could be dangerous. That he could see in that he's seeing his behavior is really off, you know. You know, you know what I want to see that we never got to see is right after Clark has no red kryptonite and he goes to talk to Lex. I would love to hear Lex go, Clark, what on this earth was that? And however Clark would explain <laughs> that to Lex. Mercenary X84 just said, I just realized that both Clark and Zod Lex did the shoot the hand in the Luther Mansion yeah. thing, which I yeah. just. Yeah, I when we get there, that, that is probably my yeah. favorite scene in this episode, yeah. and I'll get more to that when we get there. Yeah, it's just like I, re I, I, I like I know they both did that, but it just occurs to me, yeah, they they do both do it in the same room, don't they? So Except Clark's yeah, on Red Kryptonite, so. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they're both on something because there's Lex is on Zod and Clark oh, yeah, I mean, is on Red Kryptonite. So, yeah, no, yeah, well, yeah. Lex wasn't on Zod yet; he was just <laughs> yeah. powered. <laughs> we'll get there when we get there right uh, okay so um 
<laughs> uh, Chloe asks Lana about her date. <laughs> and uh, the, obviously it didn't go too well. Uh, and then Lana pours a cup of coffee for the U.S. Marshal. That just tells us that he's there now. He's on the peripheries. He's made his way to Smallville. Uh, he's looking into the Ferrari because he saw yes. Clark left he's got the, the license Ferrari. plate. So yeah. We, yeah. yeah, so we know that that's going to lead him. Yeah, that's how he gets yeah, to he's... the mansion. I will bring it up later on as well. All I'm going to say right now is this guy is one speedy ass mofo. Yes. And I know exactly how you're going to bring it up later. And I will second yep. you when we get there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. So uh, Lex goes to see Mr. Kent. Yeah. What's going on here? Right. Yeah. Let's go to see Mr. Kent and tells Clark, uh, not tells Clark, tells Jonathan about Clark hiding in the mansion. So Clark's my friend. I'd hate to see his relationship with you fall apart. I appreciate your concern, but Clark and I can work this out. Then why is Clark hiding out at the mansion? I love when uh, Lex burns Jonathan. Here. You know, <laughs> yes. Because Jonathan always thinks <laughs> the worst of Lex, and this was a, a, a really good burn that Jonathan deserved. Mm -hmm. And I, it also brings up to the fact that how Lex idealizes the Kent family, and when you're talking about why did he not take advantage of it, is because he really wants to become part of the Kent family. It's not just about... Clark's secret, but he idealizes them, and yeah, he uh, yeah. is always fighting for them to keep their relationship. You know, it's funny because you kind of wonder how much does Jonathan get in his own way? Because you know, Jonathan is the first to admit he's got an anger problem. He's the first to admit his imperfections, and you got to think about it like it's a lot of uh, Jonathan getting in his own way that I think hinders this Clark Lex friendship. Like, could Lex have changed? Could he have been a Kent? But you kind of have this distrust of Jonathan and this fear and anger of Jonathan, and he's constantly stumbling over it. So I agree. It's a nice little burn that Lex gives here. But it's also kind of a respect burn, you know? Yeah, I think the I only way would be for Lex to let go of the life that he has completely. Yes, which, as we find out in Season 5, that's a very, very difficult idea, even in his best moments for him to wrap his head around. Yeah. yeah, but do you, you think of... he'd become a farmhand on the uh, Kent farm for $20 a week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. He does for a short period he of time. He does at one point, does he? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I do kind of um, want him to go after he delivers that line. <laughs> 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 I like that. <laughs> right. Okay. So uh, Clark is shooting pool. At the mansion, at the you know, just chilling out, <laughs> shooting some pool. Uh, when Lionel comes in, and he confronts Lionel, Mark steals um, his sunglasses. Yep, steals his sunglasses, <laughs> gets all up in his face, and then the U.S. Marshal comes in to question Clark, pulls a gun on him, and regrets it instantly when he gets love tapped. Which is great. It's uh, you know this, uh, we only just mentioned the love tap fairly recently, <laughs> and and now and now we seem to be watching all the episodes in which there is a love tap. So our next episode has to be the one in which he he does it to Lois, uh, which uh, I know I'm not Nicole is that one episode. of your favorites. No, but, you love, no. You love we're, no we're not watching that right. one. No. Yes, yes, no. we are. No. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> no. 
we have to watch all the Love Tap <laughs> no, episodes. Uh, it's that's a Love the one Tap episode trilogy. I said I wouldn't watch. Think, think of it. Think of it. Think of it as the unofficial Love Tap trilogy. Okay. Uh, it's, it's just, we, if it was any trilogy. other episode, I would be on one. We we've got to do it. We've got to do it. Okay. Right. So, um, U.S. Marshal gets Love Tapped, and. He, it turns out he was after some evidence from Jesse's father that a company is willing to pay a million dollars for. Uh, but anyway, that, that scene that I just talked about, we've got a clip, which is right here. You've got a lot to learn about tact, young man, but you speak your mind. That's good. It'll take you far. Oh, I'm going to the top. And another one right here. Is that supposed to scare me? <laughs> How'd you do that? You've got no idea who you're dealing with. And now. another one oh, oh. right here. It's a great idea. But who needs you? Love to love do it to Love Shack, baby. But <laughs> well, you know, when, when he juked his hand, take that in context of Veritas. And how Lionel has already been taken to that barn, to the doctor's barn, and in his blind state felt the octagon keyhole. Now put it all into context, and it's like all the obsession Lex has over the Kins, now Lionel's going to start to have that obsession born right here in the context of Veritas. Well, I, 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 I'm not even going to go with the. We can have another discussion on the season seven retcon, okay? Because in this scene, to me, it's very clear that it seems that Lionel does not know Clark because it, he seems like he's just being introduced to him for the first time. Well, he knows really... of Clark because even without Veritas, he the still adoption. helped with the adoption. Yeah, so he was still, still part of that. Yeah. So, like, he was. He, he knows of but, Clark at the very least. This, yes, but this he doesn't know him. To, oh, why is Martha and Jonathan, this such a lovely couple, brought up so such an uh, you know an arrogant son? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Plus, there's a point there as well uh, regarding Clark. He mentions to Lionel, "Oh, uh, go live on the farm. They've got a spare room. They need yeah, the money." Funny. So he's still got that money thing in his mind. You know that his, his parents are to. Uh, do need the money yes but it, john so what we find out is that lionel knows very little about clark he knows yes but even right? in the well, paradox context well, well, he knew well, very well, little about clark. he's 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 interacting with people as though he knows very little about them that doesn't mean that like lionel never puts all his cards on the table um it's like like lionel we, we, has we, that file on on clark you know, yeah, we, in his, um, we, we never in his know. Vault. We never get to find out the precise moment at which Lionel is no longer blind. And it's yeah. like he, I he, have he, a theory, but it's only a theory. He's that exactly. good at keeping it a secret. We yeah. can't know because he always keeps his cards close to his mm -hmm. chest, and he he's, he's such a good liar. It's become so innate in him. So to me, like the whole Veritas thing doesn't bother me because. I mean, it's clearly That's retcon. Yeah, it's clearly a retcon, but it, it is. It can but still, it works. Over, over, over the <laughs> a, a, a window that miraculously appears out of nowhere that was never there before. The yes. rest of the stuff they break many times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they break many times. The, the rest of the <laughs> stuff yeah, broken arrival. Me, so, yeah, I don't know. I'll, so. I want to 
we don't have enough time today, but yeah. I do want to talk about that. I have a lot of thoughts on, on that. Uh, yeah. I'm going to just skip over that. <laughs> Rebecca Ruiz, Hypnotic. Yes. Is that the one? Yes, it is. It's an episode that I quite like, and it's an episode that Nicole absolutely hates. So we're going to put a poll up on the channel at some point uh, to, to, to say which episode we're going to do next. Hypnotic will be in that poll. So please go ahead and vote for Hypnotic. Because, uh, yeah, if, if you, if you, if you keep, keep, keep your eye out on the community tab for the channel. because I think that's where we'll start putting votes up. Each one of us will pick an episode um, and then you guys can vote on which of those four episodes we'll do. That sounds like a good good way to do it i, I like think. it yeah so you know my next episode that i'm going to throw into the pot is going to be hypnotic so hypnotic yeah. is the right. only episode that i won't rewatch. <laughs> right until she has me, to nicola do it gonna, nicola and i are gonna make 50 fake personas and i'll vote it down <laughs> so am i <laughs> <laughs> mm. right anyway moving on <clears throat> so yeah, we've had the love tap, and Clark that goes was just to see. Nice chance. I, I wasn't even. Ex- I forgot that happened in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Clark goes to see Jesse to get the discs, and the U.S. Marshal arrives. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, how did he get there? So where did his super right. speed come I, from? I'm sorry. Was he in but... Central City and the lightning hit him in this listen, universe? Listen, 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 listen. Right. First of all, even if Clark didn't use his super speed. He right? didn't because he took the Ferrari. Right. He wanted to run off with Ferraris death. are pretty bloody fast. <laughs> right. right. And right. when you've got no inhibitions... You're going to drive it pretty bloody fast. Yes. And second of all, that punk was knocked out from a love tap. Yeah. So so Clark had, like, goodness knows how long in advance to, to, to get a head start on the dude. So, and Clark You know what? We learned in Superman and well. Lois with extended episodes, they cut crucial mm. scenes. So maybe yeah. there's a crucial scene where Clark got a flat tire. He had to change yeah, it, to change and it took some it. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe that's a crucial scene. Oh, he went scene to the talent for a coffee. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe. Either way, I'm call, call calling chores? total BS on him showing up. <laughs> <laughs> I did forget. I wanted to say this, and I forgot. And I know that it, we're going back a little bit. But when he <clears throat> drove off with uh, Jonathan and Martha in the Ferrari. So Tom Welling was supposed to just drive slowly away because, you know, on the camera, you can't tell the difference. And he gunned it <laughs> and kicked up all those rocks and everything. <laughs> well, so you couldn't see the stun double? <laughs> There's no stun double, no. Uh, no, he he actually drove the Ferrari. So <laughs> he probably wanted to see what it could do because he probably didn't get to drive a Ferrari before. <laughs> Okay, so um, I've got a couple of clips for that scene. Just like my dad. Always telling me what to do. I don't listen to him. What makes you think I'm going to listen to you? In here? Doesn't really matter. I'll figure it out one way or another. 
I feel yeah, bad so, for Clark when the ring is gone right after this scene because a man died <laughs> because Clark drew them all to that house. Mm-hmm. So he was yeah, surprised he, by the by the murder. I mean, yeah, that guy, that Marshall. I'm sorry, Jesse's father did not hesitate, did he? Although he was really nervous about the whole situation, he didn't really want to kill anyone, but he was he was that scared. He just yeah. shot that guy. I just wonder how Clark once, and they don't deal with this in the show, but you got to think the Clark that they've set up would have to deal with that. Like in some way he'd feel guilty about the fact that that guy is now dead. Clark didn't do it. Clark didn't pull the trigger, but that situation existed because Clark brought everybody there. Yeah. Clark feels guilty about things that he has no control over. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So I I do wonder how he would deal with that. And and in that situation, <laughs> even if he hadn't been responsible for bringing that guy there, but he was in the midst of it, if he was his normal self, he would have stopped it. He Could he? I think sit. it happened behind him. Yeah. I don't think he... Because uh, Jesse's dad shot from behind. Yeah, so he didn't know the dad was there. But if he was yeah. his normal self, like normally he hears it because you always see yeah. him react in bullet yeah. time. And he's like, oh, catch. Yeah. You know, he always goes... Do that. <laughs> Yeah, so he could have heard the and then shot. He's like, <laughs> oh, man, that's the best impression of bullet time on Smallville I've ever seen. <laughs> and Tom Willing's comment about the TV was it was really heavy. <laughs> it was a big TV. It was. Um, I don't see those TVs were heavy, and I saw that. I was like, whoa. Oh, they yeah, are. He... I've still got a big one here that, you know, big old-fashioned TVs. Oh, you know, not LCD yet. Where it's where it's as deep as it is tall. It's like... Yes. <laughs> I don't miss those at all. Yeah, that's if he's gonna take this gonna... episode in just a few more years. It's just... Yeah. So Jesse Jesse goes on the run. Uh, she's got the discs with her, and Clark goes after her. But just after he gets to her, and he's about to take them from her, who shows up? But our boys, Jonathan and Pete. Pete. Yeah. Pete. Wait, do that Pete impression you got. Do it's that Pete impression Pete. again. It's Pete. It's just it's just the funny guy. It's Pete. Um yeah, they they oh, show man. up and they yeah, they Yeah. We've had nothing but love for you. That makes what I'm about to do all that more difficult. Pete. Do it. So, now, yeah. I love the moment right before that where mm-hmm. Clark is taking the discs out of Jesse's purse and he says, I never realized how easy it would be for me to get anything I ever wanted. Yes, that's a great line. I agree with that. It's, yeah. it's tough to choose these clips sometimes. Oh, it is yeah. tough. Like, but it's, it's a powerful moment Bro, where he says that because yeah. it's like, wow, he could do whatever he wants. And it's amazing how much self, like, like, you know, we have to have self-control. But when you think of somebody like Clark, who was a god among men, type of self-control that he has to have incredible yeah and I, Did this episode mention- highlights that leech and this one i think are are some of the best examples yeah. of highlighting exactly. what kind of self-control he really has we take we take that for granted when we watch this show and then we yep. see moments like this and we realize how easy it would be and although he did choose the money over the girl in this situation yeah. <laughs> well he Lisa. did mention earlier about with my powers you know, uh, I could make millions in sports and, you know, everything. Yep. So he did mention it earlier, yeah. Yeah. 
It, it is something that would have to cross your mind every once in a while. If, if you've got those powers and, and your, your family's on hard times, there's got to be that thing in the back of your mind where it's like, I could literally go out and get that money right now. I, yeah, I, I, mean, I could do, I could the, do the a reason... Peter Parker and go to the local wrestling circuit and pick up the easiest <laughs> 20 bucks of my life. Yep. So, you know I'll the phrase, pit and find um... some coal. <laughs> You know the phrase, locks keep people honest, right? So they're for good people that, you know, that way you don't have to have that total self-control all the time. Well, imagine not only is there no locks for Clark, but he could go in and out without ever worrying about anyone seeing him Mm. and doing it so fast there'd be no way to trace him. There's no, he wouldn't have to deal with any consequences to doing it. And well, that's what, what uh, happened to, that's what happened to Bart. He was doing that, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah Bart was him around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. I was just thinking of that scene, how he could, like, he stole that page from Luther because he's running so fast. And it's like, yeah. And Clark has, like, infinity times more power than Bart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, That's I, the curb, I, guys. super speed alone, you know. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, mm. I gotta say, um, that Pete and Jonathan really planned that taking down of Clark to absolute precision, timing, perfection. Because yeah, it's mm-hmm. like they knew exactly what he was gonna do, and then he, he just brings that sledgehammer down right on the ring. Boom. How did Jonathan know Clark would block by punching? Like, I don't yeah. block things by punching what I'm blocking. Well, you don't have his powers. So. Well, that's <laughs> so. a very solid point. I, I'm not Superman, so I don't think I'm, that way. I personally am not going to stop a sledgehammer with my fist, because that wouldn't make much sense. <laughs> if no, I was Clark, uh, on the other hand. Yeah, but why wouldn't he just, he could just take the sledgehammer out of his hands? Although yeah. he had the green kryptonite. Well, Mercenary yeah. X84 asked a good question there. Shouldn't Clark's hand be hurt by the sledgehammer? Mm-hmm. And I think it's a legit question because of yep. the green kryptonite. But also, when you've been living with those powers all your life, you're going to be you're going to be going off reflex. If your yeah, natural instinct, if your natural instinct is to is to do that, you know, after ten years or so of learning that, then I think, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but probably not a punch. It'd probably be more of a block. Although that CGI yeah. scene was not good. Sorry. <laughs> well, it was the early 2000s yeah. and it was uh, a TV uh, show. <laughs> early small mill CGI it's, it's, was not, It's not fun. just that. It's that, you know, he stops and then such hammer. Yep. Have you noticed? Have you noticed as well that the uh, the, the band completely disappears? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like he, he smashes the 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 red rock in it, but then as it smashes, you realise his finger is completely clean. There's no there's no band or anything. It's like just it really was a crap ring. Basically, the yeah. company that made that thing. <laughs> Three hundred fifty dollars. That piece of... Yeah, yeah. Like you know what's always confused me about red kryptonite? He doesn't have to touch green kryptonite. If he's in the room, he's sick. But it always seems red K, it has to be on with a ring or a necklace, but it's like got to be touching him. And I'm like, oh, is kryptonite kryptonite? <laughs> like if he's just in the room with it, wouldn't that be enough? Yeah. It gets worse in the season two finale when he goes to get the ring. And yep. And that's actually what I was thinking. I was he thinking has it in his pocket, doesn't he? I mean, yeah. it's just because he's not wearing it. 
it's, his pockets are pretty darn close to his body. <laughs> I mean, it has to touch his skin, but he holds it in his hand. That doesn't even count. No. Like, well, so... it, it was in his shirt pocket, you know. Um, oh, yeah, and then they have the encrushments in his And then he takes pocket. his shirt off, and he's back to normal. He wasn't yeah, even wearing it. So they were not consistent. <laughs> Again, yeah. making out with a girl in front of Lana. Gosh, why does Lana go out with him later when he made such a show of making out in front of her twice this season? <laughs> I want to talk about that when we get to the last scene. Anyway, uh, we're coming up to an hour and a half, guys. Let's see if we can right. get this. Before we hit that one hour 40-minute mark. Come on, come on. Right, so... Bring it home, bring it home, Brian. <laughs> One of my favourite scenes of this episode, uh, as as is often the case, stick Lex and Lionel together and they just give us gold. But I, I just love uh, the, the exchange here between the two of them. He told me to stop feeling sorry for myself. <laughs> These were the cards fate had dealt me and it was best that I accept it and move on. Stop acting like your blindness gives you an excuse for self-pity. Burn! Awesome. Burn! Yeah. Burn! Burn! <laughs> That's twice in this episode, Lex. <laughs> Yoink! Yeah, I love that scene. I just, I just love when Lex owns Lionel. Uh, it's always, it's always a pleasure. Uh, but yeah, um, from there. Well, we can have, I just say uh, what great advice? It is great advice. It is. It's, it's, it's fantastic advice. See, and. And Lex got that from Lionel. He learnt that fantastic advice from Lionel. So his parenting wasn't a complete waste of time. You know, there's, there's some value. Yeah, there, there's mostly a waste of time. But there's, there's, well, he there, taught him he, strategy and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, yeah. he wouldn't be one of the best villains if it wasn't for Lionel's teachings. And so in order to be the best mm. at anything, he was good at teaching him some things. Morals was not one even of if them. it even <laughs> if it was all quotes from Alexander the Great. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So mm. the art of war and all that. But um, okay, oh, so Marcus Aurelius. Clark, <laughs> Clark has a conversation, slightly uncomfortable conversation with his mum and dad, in which they talk about everything that's gone on and the latent feelings that clearly Clark must deal with on a daily basis. When I put that ring on, I felt this sudden urge to tell the whole world my secret. Lex, Lana, Jesse. But you didn't, Clark. I know, but the feelings are still there. It's like I have these two identities and I don't know which one's the real me. I think the answer to that is that they're both you, Clark. Mm -hmm. It's just yeah. that... Mm. I, and it's the same with everyone. It's like the, the lesson of the show, I think, is that we're always... We're all, we're all people of duality. We're all people who can go this way or that. And it's it's all about choices. Mm -hmm. What choices are you going to continue to make? And Clark is traditionally the guy who makes the right choices. And this is the first time that he's had that experience, forcibly so, of <clears> making the wrong choices and enjoying it. Um, and it's a new experience for him. But it is within him. It is there. It, it can be brought out of him if he was taught the wrong lessons so yeah well, i think it's that's nice. an important lesson for everyone that even someone good like superman has sometimes thoughts that aren't great and that it's the choices that we make do we do we choose to feed into those feelings and those thoughts or do we choose not to and that's something that i had to learn as a child because I, I didn't understand that i had these thoughts and 
you know, it's good to know that everyone does. And I love that immediately after the ring, the look on Clark's face was he's he just so defeated. Yeah. In the words of Batman from Batman Begins, it's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, he admits that, you know, while, while he does feel like he's missing out, I mean, not everyone thinks about money and wanting more money. He's, he understands the value of his family. Yeah. That's another great lesson, you know, yeah. Friday night special. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also feel for Jonathan in that scene because you you, you you can you can see in him that i think the disappointment that he can't offer clark everything that he would like um you know that he is limited by his hum humanness his humanity awesome. by the fact that he <laughs> yeah. is just a regular person and that they don't have much money and and you know that they're just a regular family uh so yeah uh i think it's, it's it's again well played by John Schneider. I think a lot of that stuff comes out of his performance. It's not all just there in the script, but uh, yeah, it's very Good relatable to a lot of mm. parents. Absolutely. And then we get the the closing scene of the show, in which I I actually I actually I really like Lana in this scene. Um, my my only problem with this scene. Lana lover. My only problem with this scene is that. <laughs> This behavior from her doesn't continue for long enough after this episode. Because after everything Clark has done to her in this episode without offering any explanation, I think she should be seriously pissed at him for a long, long time. Uh, but anyway, uh, there's a nice exchange that looks a little bit something like this. I wanted to apologize. I was hoping maybe we could be friends like we were before. Hmm. So you thought that if you brought me flowers, I'd pretend like nothing happened? Yes, and she did. And <laughs> like yes. nothing happened an episode later. Not really. No, she, no right. Not but really. But very quickly, she's fine. I have a couple things. First of all, I it kind of bothers me a little bit. Because everybody else in this show gets the excuse of, oh, you weren't yourself. So we don't have to worry about any consequences for what you did. I mean, Nicodemus, I could go on and on how many times these characters weren't their self. And it was very obvious that Clark was not himself. Yet no yeah. one said, oh, Clark's not himself. So we have to do, no, it's, you know, all of a sudden we're going to be mad at Clark. And this also happens in Transference, bothers me there too. Because why is he the only character that gets consequences for because Because, because when you have an episode like nicodemus the whole town knows that the person's bad behavior is because of that nicodemus flower that they have something there a smoking gun where they can say look scientific proof that the reason you were a complete knob is because of this here flower whereas clark can't turn to lana and say oh i was on red k because she why be not like, okay because Oh, because you can't. Secret. Because. No. No. You know, green kryptonite affects humans, does it not? In different ways. It's yeah, so it gives, true. It gives them powers. It gives them powers. But then if yes, if, so if, how do you, if so Clark, so, so if Clark, yeah, but if Clark suddenly changes his behaviour because he's got a red kryptonite ring, and yet nobody else 
change but, their behaviour. Chloe, their would, know, Chloe would be straight on that, investigating, going, why yeah. is Clark different? Yeah. It's Cl- when he wasn't Chloe affect- would never give it a rest. When he Chloe would infect- never give it a rest. Uh, affected yeah. by the, uh, you know, the love potion, it's like... Well, why does yeah. he, he have to infected- know what affected him? Why does Cl- he have to know? Mm-hmm. What, it's just saying something must have affected me and it wore off. I- yeah, but... That, 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 no, sorry. <laughs> if... If 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 some like if you were back in school, and the guy that you had a mega crush on, for for, for ages, who was just the nicest guy, always there for you, finally, finally comes to you and says, "Let's go out, let's go out on a date," and he takes you to the dirtiest scummy bar ever, gets into a fight, dances with another girl, essentially treats you like a piece of meat, and says, "Just wait there, pretty girl." you would want an explanation. You would be like, no, sorry, simply saying I wasn't myself is not going to cut it. What drug were you on? I want to know what's, what's, well, what's been slipped in. Well, it's weird things happen all the time. It's crimson. Mm, no, You know, no. when, when uh, Jimmy says, oh, you, you let Clark off of, you know, not being himself. See, yeah. the, the simplest thing for Clark to have done, and it would require lying, but hey, Clark lies all the time, let's face it. The <laughs> simplest thing for Clark to have done was to say, I got Nicodemus. Okay? The mm. Nicodemus flower <laughs> reared its ugly head once more, and I got hit with it. You know what that's like, so can we please brush past it? But he doesn't. Instead, he's like... I, can't say anything. I just wasn't myself. And if I was Lana, I, I mean, flipping ethical. I'm defending Lana here. This is how this is how bad it gets. I'm de- I, I'm defending Lana. No, like, I I understand why she would yourself. be pissed, but I just I'm just a little I'm just irritated. Why you know everyone else always gets off scot free when they act worse no. sometimes. Well, what episode they, is it they, with Jonathan Taylor Thomas? The reason I like that episode with Jonathan Taylor Thomas where he splits into two, I love it because they all treated Clark like he was the jealous boyfriend and Clark yeah. called them on it. So the yeah, justice yeah, yeah. you're calling for in this episode, it comes. And I, I loved it because it was Clark, free of red kryptonite, standing up for himself against Lana and Chloe and saying, you can't treat me like an ex-boyfriend when none of us have dated. So quit it. <laughs> But, but I, I, I just, I just, I just want to, to, to reinstate, just, 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 just reinstate the fact that this is one of those rare instances where I'm on Lana's side right now. Okay, take that nugget, hold on to it, put it close to your chest, because it ain't gonna come many times after this. I can tell you. I'm, I'm, on, I'm, I'm, on her I'm side. not. I'm not against Lana here. I'm just a little irritated at why didn't Clark come up with some it sort of lie. It sounds like you're on the I, Lana hate train no, there, no, Nicole. No, no, no. It sounds like you're on the I'm Lana not, hate train. I think we're going to have to get you no, a t-shirt. No. T-shirt. <laughs> I'm irritated no t-shirt. at the situation. The situation. Hashtag Lana hate. Clark should have come up with a lie, all right? He should have come up with a lie. Because it was. it's very obvious that after this moment, he's back the way he was before so it's not like there's little tinges of him being like that after it's you know sudden change in his behavior sudden change back so exactly so explain should, that to me clark give me an explanation as to why you were so come into contact and now with you're something and it wore off <laughs> that, that, like what like what show me show me the nicodemus oh, flower man. come on where is it where's, I'm where's, being where's so good right now <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just yeah. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm with Lana on this one. It's it's, it's 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 take take it when you can get it. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll leave it. Have we had any more um, good comments? <laughs> right. Okay. Um, grades. I'm gonna go round the clock. Durban, you're up first. Out of five, what do you out give of, Red? You know what? I'm gonna give it a four. It's not a perfect episode, but I really love it. It's hilarious. It's hilarious to see him on Red K. It's also very cool to have another episode to show you how good he is and in control he is. And I love those few moments where he does ask Lana on a date, where he is honest with what he's feeling, and he's so well clumsy, but smooth clumsy, you know? <laughs> so I don't know. It's fun to watch. Lisa? Are we allowed halves? Yeah, you're allowed halves, but you're not allowed 7.7.3s seven, seven and things like that. 7.7.3.4. Seven, seven, three, um, yeah. three and a half. Three and a half? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nicole? Um, yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't it. for that last scene. It just hurts. So I, I, they, that's the one thing that holds me back to a four. Wow, I'm actually going to give this the highest rating out of all of us. Oh, um, <laughs> now because you love Lana. <laughs> before, before, before I watched it again for 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 the sake of tonight's show, this was a five star episode for me. Um, but because uh, I've always just had a blast with it, um, but. Obviously, when you do these things, you sit down, you watch each scene, and you make notes, and you like you kind of analyze them in a lot more detail. Um, and because of that, there, there are a few. It's not like Durban said; it is not perfect. That the whole thing with the the U.S. Marshal getting there at the same time as Clark. I'm sorry, no, that's 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 the biggest contrivance for the sake of story ever. Um, <laughs> he just he didn't need to be there, quite frankly. Uh, they just wanted to tie that character up and get rid, but it just didn't need to be there. Um, so I'm going to give I'm going to give this a four and a half out of five because I still think it's got brilliant character dynamics, uh, family dynamics between the Kents. Pete is flipping useful. Yeah, Pete is actually a good, solid, yeah, go strong Pete character that has a point. Lana actually gets my sympathy. That I'm on, you know, I'm on. I'm actually on it. I'm actually on her side for once. Um, so yeah, I I think the, it, it is it is close to perfect. Other, other than that stumbling block towards the end with that U.S. Marshal, it, it, it's a really great episode. So I'm going to go four and a half out of five. Nice. I'm on the fence so. between going up to four and a half. I'll just say I just it's really hard when you. Uh, it's hard. I just have these feelings they're very strong <laughs> and it just holds me back and I, it's not it has nothing to do with quality of the show it's just personal taste that's all I'll say <laughs> okay I think you need to have a word with your husband about those feelings but anyway uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on fictional characters they're fictional <laughs> trust me he gets plenty of benefits <laughs> Okay, uh, we're definitely moving on now. All right, um, so 
if you have enjoyed tonight's episode uh then please do check out our other content we've got a few other episodes up we are also going through the new superman and lois tv show which we are enjoying we've got a couple of episodes up of that thank you for watching tonight um if you have any particular episode in mind that you would really like to see us do then please do leave it in the comments especially hypnotic if you want us to do hypnotic send a vote like i say look out look out for the um the uh what was the the color tab the community tab on the channel if you go to the channel homepage and click on the community tab there will be a poll up there in the next few days which will ask it well have four options one of them will be hypnotic um <laughs> but uh yeah feel I free feel like to vote. choose it just to bother me <laughs> feel free to vote on that and decide what our next episode is going to be thank you for watching tonight it's been an absolute pleasure and look at that We've crossed the one hour 40 minute mark again. There just doesn't seem to be a way to bring these beasts down, but whatever. There you go. Thanks for watching. See you next time.